Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. there everybody and welcome to the sports 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 podcast i'm joel anderson i'm jordan palmville and joining us as always is the sports outsider phil ranta i'm phil ranta i don't know much about sports that's that the theme song correct of the show you do but you <laughs> don't the theme song like i'm learning like we're what 160 episodes in i feel like, like i've that. picked like i know mike trout is a baseball player right yep. um and that's it i feel like at the end of at the end of our run it'll be like finding out who the mother is yeah you're we're gonna, finally gonna find out who a is it's a Pretty Little Liars reference. Oh, well, I that's good. Oh, we liars. might, maybe they'll find out who the gossip girl is. Ooh, someday. Wasn't it Blair? <laughs> I could, I could not tell you. Uh, in my experience, they're all gossip girls. Yeah, they are. They're gossipy girls. But anyway, so have you, have you, but you never still, I feel like we always ask you if you see any games. You've never seen any games still. I have seen some games sometimes, just not this week. You didn't see any of the March Madness this past week? No, I didn't. I'm sorry. I watched some of it. Good for you, Joel. Sports I'm sorry, Insider. you're not getting extra credit for that, Joel. You said that like like you should receive extra credit or something. No, I, I said that like I was happy because the outcome of March Madness thus far, which well, Wichita was, State beating Kansas, yeah, was was terrible in every way for me except the one that matters most. So. Wichita State beating Kansas. I was thinking Michigan State advancing to the Sweet Sixteen, but yeah, well, yeah. my bracket is totally fucked. Isn't Everyone everybody's is. every year? Everyone is hear. every year. No, yeah. but someone walks is, in and goes, "Ah, oh, you know, my bracket's busted." We're now, yeah, we're now officially bracket. at the point. Oh, oh, that killed my bracket. I don't like my bracket. I'm in the top five of all of the pools I'm in, except that like the maximum possible outcome is so much lower than everyone surrounding me that it's obvious that this is a temporary situation. Enjoy it while you got it. My trick is every year I sign a DNR for my bracket at the beginning. That's smart. Because I just don't want to live life as a vegetable. Yeah. I like you know? to donate my picks to science once it dies. That's that's, that, that's what you do. Yeah. That's exactly what Then you people do. can study it and see what went wrong. <laughs> Tim Tebow update, watch update. Tim Tebow update, watch update. Brought to you by Mentos. Feel the rush in your mouth. Tim Tebow has private workout for the Philadelphia Eagles. Ooh. Really? Subheadline, having a private workout was what Joel's mom called it when she caught him masturbating. Okay. No. All right. Okay. That's not... That's, that's a private workout. You know, like working out your privates. I was actually thinking like... Use uh, Kleenex, Jolie. I'm sick of washing crusty socks. Oh, Joel, that's gross. I, f- I feel like the socks ultimately are way cleaner than the Kleenex. That's neither here nor there, though. Don't wear them again. <laughs> No. I don't have to touch Kleenex in the garbage, oh. but I do touch the socks in the washer. <laughs> I love that uh, it's the the mom from All in the Family is Joel's <laughs> yeah, mom. Yeah, I know. Soul that, Train was a hit parade. Not not at all. Uh, but I, 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 all I could think of was the 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 Tina Turner song "Private Dancer." <laughs> You my private dancer, I was dancing like, for money. <laughs> do what you want me to do. But like you're my private workout. Work out for money. Pretty no? cool. Is that anybody else? <laughs> Pretty cool. <laughs> SEC network analyst and humanitarian Tim Tebow last played an NFL game in 2012. Over the past two years, 
He's been working out in California with quarterbacks coach Tom House. He's so close. He's just so close. House is the same quarterback coach that worked for uh, worked with Tom Brady for years. Okay. And convinced him that it's worth spending a little more for separate shampoo and conditioner and foregoing the two-in-one model. And that's obviously worked out really well for Brady what, over the years. The, the, the quarterback coaching clearly yeah. worked out well. He's a very good quarterback. And the hair, you can't beat that hair. It's hard to say where he succeeded more. Really? The hair yeah. or the quarterbacking. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Coach House has said that Tebow went from being a little inaccurate and didn't throw a whole lot of spirals <laughs> to throwing very accurate... And real good at spinning the ball. That is true. Wow. Tebow did, did do that thing where he would sort of shot put the ball with no spin on it. It was towards not his great receivers. form. It was yeah, not great was, form. Well, it was a unique form is what I'd say. So, Well, apparently two long years of hard work have paid off as one NFL team has invited him to work out. That's great. <laughs> Chip yeah. Kelly's Philadelphia Eagles. Nobody has invited me to work out with them. I think Tim Tebow might be a better quarterback than I am. I've invited you to come to the gym with me. Oh, really? Yeah, I've always said. Yeah, but you're stronger than me. I know. That's why I want you to come with me. God. I invited you to try out for my football team. Joel, I'm intimidated by your girth. <laughs> okay, that's... Uh, though it should be noted that Tim Tebow believed he was working out for the Oregon Ducks of the Pac-12 and was very disappointed. He'd be a much better fit for the Ducks. Yeah, he was very disappointed to learn that this was for the far more competitive National Football <laughs> League. To be fair, Chip Kelly also often forgets and, and thinks he's coaching the Oregon Ducks of the Pac-12 and not the Philadelphia Eagles in the far more competitive National Football <laughs> League. Sure. Uh, Kelly reminded people that neither the Eagles, uh, oh, sorry, he reminded people that the Eagles also worked out quarterbacks Terrell Pryor and Thad Lewis. None of them received the same level of attention that Tebow workout got. I wonder why that is. Well, he goes, I I've always been a fan of Tim. We bring a lot of players in for private workouts. It's just that Tebow's the one that everyone keeps talking about. I feel like this is really disingenuous. Yeah. It's a publicity stunt, it sounds like. It's like cool. Tebow's walking away from his private workout. You know, the walk of shame. He's got his cleats over his shoulder, his disheveled, you know, under Getting armor. on the Philadelphia City right. bus at Absolutely. the lake. Absolutely. And then yeah. all of a sudden, the paparazzi are up in his face, and it's like, this didn't happen at Terrell Pryor. Why am I getting focused on for the workout as opposed to the Eagles, who work out with all sorts of people and never get criticized for it? That's right. It's total double mm. standard. Yes, yeah. all quarterbacks. But I feel like Chip <laughs> Kelly's acting just coy when he knows damn well the sports media have had T-boners. Yeah, so Aha. long. They got blue balls. T-bone. Yeah, they say if you have a T-boner for more than four years, you're supposed to consult your doctor. And I really feel like they should do that at this point. But Nailed it. But we're so, so close right now. We're so, so close. <laughs> but be prepared to keep waiting because he left the workout without an offer. But we're so close. Please don't go. Please don't go. We're so close. Just sitting at home waiting for that text. You know what? Fine. I'll just do a private's workout. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Tebow update, watch update. Tim Tebow update, watch update. Brought to you by Mentos. Feel the rush and your blah. Boxes is back again. It's the box rain. I'm going to kill every sponsor in the world. Boxes are the worst. To recap, the National Box Council has, yeah. has killed uh, most of the uh, sponsors. This that is we troubling. Had. Mentos yeah. was one of our original sponsors. It was, yeah. Mentos uh, yeah. died now. 
So now, I mean, Box is slowly but surely taking it all over. Hey, man. I feel like we should ask someone at the drop company that sends this stuff to us. Hey, as as long as the box checks still say payable to sports. Well, that's the weird thing is I wonder if the box councils, why didn't they just ask to sponsor more segments? Why do they have to kill off the other segments? Yeah. And the thing is, the last check was for box dollars. Oh, you can only spend them on boxes. Yeah, yeah, that makes it. That's tough. tricky. But it was like they, it's like they're switching out numbers for boxes now. I have I'm enough not... boxes. I was going to say, yeah. I noticed in the last last check they used boxes instead of zeros on the yeah, check. Yeah, they did. That's not even a number. It's no. tough. What do we got on the show today? Uh, let's see. Well, I believe we have a news, news, news. We have news, news, news. Uh, we have a wide world of weird sports. You're goddamn right we do. Okay. And we have and an interview with a Gatorade person? Absolutely. It's the spokesman for Gatorade. Phil, what was his name again? Oh, his name was Tad Hammy. Tad Hammy. Yeah. Tad Hammy, the, the spokesman for Gatorade. Yeah. Uh, and he's here to talk to us, uh, you know, in, 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 in lieu, I'm uh, not in lieu, uh, in light of the recent Race Together campaign Hashtag from Starbucks. Race Together. Yeah. yeah. Um... Uh, Tad, apparently Gatorade is, is planning their own effort to sort of uh, uh, beverage-related effort to get more race discussion going. Well, and he's okay, here to I talk to us about that. Starbucks bowed out of that, so I guess yeah. the Gatorade yeah. is trying to Gonna pick it. up that torch and run it all the way to the Olympics. Maybe get it right. Maybe get it right. <laughs> news, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. College baseball player calls Little League star pitcher Moan Davis a slut. And not in a good way, but there really is no good way since she's pretty much a child. Yeah. Wait, Little League? Yeah. yeah. So like a ch- like a real honest-to-God kid. Yeah. And that's, I, I want to keep going because this story has like a really astonishing ending to it. So, so it's a 14-year-old Moan Davis. I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh... <laughs> Moan Davis in, in, in the context of being called a slut is probably not a great... I thought Joel, it was Monet. Another child, Oh, Joel. God. No, that's God. I'm just saying it's M-O, apostrophe, any. It's, I it's thought it was Mo- Monet. Mo- oh, shit. Okay. Man, I fucked uh, but up. But I don't, no, I don't know that. Like, no, I know that because I it's Monique, was... M-O, apostrophe. Oh, yeah. So it seems Let's like go with Mo- Monet, and Nay. then if Monet. we're wrong, we'll just accept the criticism. Anyway, for being I remember watching her last year in the Little League World Series. Yeah. She was awesome. She was amazing. Is she like a pitcher? Or? She was a pitcher. She okay. was dominant. The best pitcher of the legi- of a legitimate Little League age that I've seen in <laughs> Wait, years. Wait, is it like overhand? Is it softball? No, no, no it's overhand. Yeah. This is overhand. She was the so only girl competing. She was just oh, flat out so bringing she heat. she was in the, the boys' league. Yeah. The thing is, that she was, she was taller than all of her teammates. That's at that age where... The girls start puberty before the boys do, and there's that period where they're in cheap. Joel, you know way too much about this. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just really, let's back up the truck on No, but, but height, uh, a big advantage in pitching, and so I think it probably I helped it. out a lot. So it was her. recently announced that Disney is going to be developing a TV movie about Monet Davis, the now 14-year-old African-American girl who was the breakout star in the League World Series. Wow. Name of the movie? Throw Like Mo. Oh, I thought it was going to be nice. Mo Money. Mo Monet, no Mo Monet, no. no. You could not be more uh, no. more off. No, no, no. Mo Monet. It, it's a play on throw like a girl. Okay, and, and you know she pitched two shutout games in the Little League World Series. She shut down Newark and Nashville in badass fashion. Yes, yeah. she's from Philadelphia. She was representing. She's on the Mid Atlantic team. Wait, West Philadelphia, born and raised. Well, was on the playground where she played most of her games. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Making sure. Uh, and feel good uh, baseball story. Something Disney's has a good handle on. They got the rookie. Remember the mm-hmm. rookie? I do. They're do- they're still developing one, I believe, on Josh Hamilton's fall rise, rise fall. Yeah, the fall, rookie. Rise. The rookie was. Re- <laughs> 
They're having to rewrite the third act at this point. Yeah, a little, a little iffy. Um, but anyway, this news did not sit well with Bloomsburg University baseball player Joey Castleberry, who, upon hearing the news, tweeted, Disney is making a movie about Monet Davis, all caps, what a joke. That slut got rocked by Nevada. Whoa, to a child? Yeah. What, what's this his problem? Junior in college. This is douchey on so many Yikes. different levels. Like, first of all, it's like, is it really that big a deal that, like, maybe you're a little upset that too much attention is being paid to Monet Davis? That's fine. Probably want to let it go. Secondly, in this context, the addition of slut is, like, completely out of left field. Like, I mean, not that there's ever a great time to slip it in there, but... Ha <laughs> <laughs> Well, for sluts, usually there's... It's, it's, it's any time, yeah. No, but here's but... the thing. I think it'd be, it would be inappropriate to question or even know or discuss her, her sexuality. She's 14. Right, yeah. Right? Exactly. But did she get rocked by Nevada? <laughs> that, is, that is factual. Well, no. She went two and one-third innings. She was done in by her pitch count, 55. Right. She allowed six hits. She struck out six and allowed three earned runs. That's, that's not, not too bad. bad. That's not I, I don't think that yeah. qualifies as getting rocked, especially at that age. Yeah. And I would love to throw out more advanced stats on this, more of a sabermetric angle, but it was very difficult to get last year's Little League World Series stats online. Really? <laughs> Finding the stats were remarkably difficult. There was paywalls. Oh, my God. <laughs> this shit, yeah. Yikes. Uh, you probably Googled, like... 14-year-old girl balls, and and then all of a sudden... This you is know, the, awful, Joel. Joel, yeah. come on, Joel. <laughs> uh, Bloomsburg University wasted no time in kicking Castleberry off the team. Good. And, and based upon the first baseman's two sixty eight batting average in Division II Pennsylvania State Athletic Conference, they likely ignited a recruiting frenzy. Ooh. People would be all over a two sixty eight hitting first baseman at a D2 college. Probably explains why he felt like he was in a position to criticize both the attention being paid to Monet right. Davis as well as her sexual promiscuity in a... Completely unrelated fashion. However, not not the first time that Castleberry's done this. He had previously had derogatory treats about uh, the the main character in Princess and the Frog. Oh, really? Another? Yeah, what was it Princess Tiana? Yeah, something. Like, yeah, yeah, what did he another, have to say about another her? young African American girl princess? <laughs> oh man, criticizing just all over these Disney movies. That's yeah. horrible. I think he wants his Disney princesses white. I think that's really fucked up. Yeah, yeah. this guy sounds like a, a completely irredeemable asshole. Yeah. So, Moan Davis, though, sorry, Monet Davis, fuck, <laughs> is uh, preaching forgiveness for Castleberry. Oh, that's nice. Right? Isn't that, like, showing more maturity at age 14 than the internet collectively has managed to muster since it's existed? Yep. Maybe it's because she's a bigger person. Maybe it's because she saw stats from last year and she felt bad. Oh, oh, man. Davis wrote, oh Davis wrote an email to Bloomsburg asking that they reinstate him. She explained... Everyone makes mistakes. I know he didn't mean it in that type of way. I know people get tired of seeing me on TV, but sometimes you got to think about what you're doing before you do it. Isn't From she the mouths fucking, of babes. Isn't she fucking awesome? Like, she might be my favorite yeah. like, overblown public figure ever because it's like she's, she's been in the limelight and has absolutely handled all of it in the coolest, calmest, most mature fashion you could possibly imagine. This is This is... A pretty spectacular young lady. Uh, her statement continues. It hurt on my part, but he hurt even more. If it was me, I would want to take that back. I know how hard he's worked. Why not give him a second chance? Besides, 
What other D2 or even D3 college is going to give a scholarship to a light-hitting first baseman? <laughs> he's like a DH, but without the H part. Oh, he's just oh, designated. Oh. University responded, Her request demonstrates the type of person she is, her level of maturity, and the empathy that her family and coach teach her. Bloomsburg University stands firm on our decision, however. His consequences will be reviewed, as well as his 2014 hitting stats at a position that requires much more power than the disciplined student was providing. Absolutely. Yikes. But basically, yeah. they, they felt the same way about his stats as Davis. Yeah. This is no good. Yeah. How many Twitter followers does he have? Oh! Oh, oh shit! Okay, uh, joining us on the podcast today, uh, the chief spokesman for Gatorade, uh, one Tad Hammy. Hey guys, it's a pleasure to be here. All right, yeah, thanks yep. for coming on the show, Tad. No, it's a pleasure. I, uh, I'm really excited to share what Gatorade's doing behind the scenes. Right, uh, and you have an announcement. Uh, this is the big, the big, we're the official launch for the new marketing campaign from Gatorade. Yes. It's really exciting for Absolutely. Us. We decided at Gatorade that we too want to do something to stop the racism problem in America. You you and and you mean like Starbucks with their race together. You know, we thought the Starbucks race together thing was a little bit in your face. As you saw, it didn't do right. well. Yeah, I think a lot think of people was, felt like trying well, to foster conversations between a barista and someone getting coffee coffee wasn't yeah, exactly. It was it was well intentioned, but I think right. they missed the mark. We yeah. decided we wanted to take it from the other way around. Instead what we want to do is uh, point out people being racist based on what flavors they buy. Huh? What? Of Gatorade. I'm not entirely sure I Then follow. we want everybody to know what it feels like to be a racist so they're not a racist anymore. I'm not quite following yeah, the logic. I'm, I'm, okay, yeah. okay, I'll help you out here. Uh, Joe, would you consider yourself a racist person? No. Okay, what kind of Gatorade do you drink? Uh, the, the yellow, the lemon lime. Oh. oh, I see. You're only drinking the yellow Gatorade. I just, I prefer the flavor of the yellow Gatorade. Oh, you prefer the flavor. It's yeah. better than the red Gatorade. In, that is, that you're opinion, pathetic. Yeah, I don't really don't like. Don't have children. I don't really like any of the other Gatorade. Oh, that's like horrible. The, you should be ashamed of yourself. You know what? Go to the Museum of Tolerance and learn how to drink Gatorade. All Gatorades are equal in the eyes of God. <laughs> Okay, that, shame. That may be shame. True, that, all right, I'm beginning to see where. Okay, you're... there you go. And now you're not going to be racist. Oh, I see how that because works. You know, you know that. I don't what know that that's It feels true. like to be a racist. I, I, you, you were very effectively shamed I, for your racist yeah, behavior. I don't know that it was racist behavior though. Whoa, I think you're whoa, whoa, whoa! So it's okay to have the preference of one color over another color. I don't think when so. it comes yeah. to Gatorade flavors, I would argue yes. Sure, it is. it's what's on the inside that counts: high fructose corn syrup, water, and electrolytes. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Uh, well, and it's I, I I see where you're going with this. I just don't know that that the best way to solve racism is either to map map race issues onto Gatorade flavors or to aggressively call people out for... But you do think that yellow Gatorade is better? Yes, I do. But oh, it's, you it's... think it makes you smarter drinking no. yellow Gatorade? No, I don't think it makes me smarter. Oh, so you think everybody else who drinks yellow Gatorade's dumb? No. Huh? You just said it doesn't make you smarter. Must make you an idiot. I don't I don't think yellow Gatorade and whether you drink it For has any effect shame, on it. Joel. 
for shame. Okay. See, and then he's yeah. Not be do, you feel, do you feel bad? Are you gonna are you gonna cut that shit no, out? I feel defensive. If anything, well, here I'll, I'll give you another example. All right. Uh, jo- hey Jordan. Yeah. Hey Jordan. Hey. Do you ever drink uh, Ice Berry Blast Gatorade? Of course. Yeah. Oh, you only drink Ice Berry Blast, huh? Whoa. You think that Canadians are better than Mexicans, huh? Whoa. Whoa. No. Whoa. no, 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 no yeah, no. that's right. You like the icy cold flavors. You don't like the warm flavors. You. But you asked me if I drink. I drink that, but also I enjoy the blue. I enjoy the fruit punch flavor. I like the orange. I like. Uh, do we already say purple? I like no, the purple oh. a lot. But I, I drink I drink them all. You drink them all? Yeah. You drink them all together. I I have actually mixed them sometimes. See, yeah. Joel, why can't you be more like Jordan? This is, huh? Jordan appreciates all colors equally. Okay, when I was young, my mom would often uh, go to Costco and buy a variety pack. Yeah. And it would have five different flavors in it. And and you, I loved it. Back in the 80s, that was not okay. <laughs> that wasn't an okay thing to do. Jordan, you're not See, helping. See, Joel? All right, listen. You should be ashamed of yourself. The yellow flavor. I don't even know that First warehouse all, clubs were that popular in the 80s. Yeah, it's true. First of all, not for nothing, but Canadian and Mexican are both nationalities and not races. Uh, oh, for shame, Joel. Joel, I don't think you oh, want to go down terrible. this road. I feel like so you're just digging a hole. So they're different in some way? Well, yeah, there's Canadians are different than Mexicans in some way? Well, and that they come from different countries. Oh, for shame, Joel. There's a variety of ethnicities living in both countries. I bet. You know what? I bet you think the... I bet you don't drink Powerade because you're drinking Gatorade. I mean, yeah, I don't. Drink oh, Powerade. for shame. <laughs> Powerade's a beverage too, Joel. This is an odd line of reasoning Some would for the say that Powerade is, just, is the same as Gatorade, except that the, the America labeled it differently. Are you saying that? Are you saying that? You <laughs> know what? I'll drink a Powerade. I'll drink a Gatorade. For shame, are you Joel. Saying, are you saying that this is... Putting thing? labels on different colored bottles. Are you the spokesman for Gatorade saying Gatorade and Powerade are the same? You know what? I'll be a spokesman for Gatorade, but I think that Powerade should be sa- paid the same wage. I think you're a spokesperson yeah. for beverages. I Apparently, Dad, is there I a chance... I know who that- I'm a spokesperson for. Who? The world. Dad, oh. is there a chance that you maybe did not run this particular idea up the corporate ladder before you rolled it out? No, I'm the I'm the uh, inter-office race specialist. Right, but I mean, did you clear this with, like, the marketing department? Or the Why would CEO? I clear with the marketing department? <laughs> it's just, it, it's possible that No, Gatorade... the marketing department is a completely different department. They're inferior to my department. <laughs> Screw that department! <laughs> wait, wait a second here, Ted. We are talking about actual people. Yeah! I don't know there are a bunch of weirdos in that department. I don't know that it's okay to They all come in with their books and their big glasses. Oh, that department. Gross. Tad, it sounds well, like you're more uh, discriminatory towards people than I am towards beverages. Well, of course. If it's the marketing department. Ew. Ew. Bunch of four-year monkeys. Yeah, I got my associate's degree. They got their bachelor's degree. Ew. (laughs) Disgusting. Hashtag screw marketing department. Uh, Well... (laughs) This is just taking an odd turn. It has taken an odd turn. Yeah. One other thing I, I want to ask you about in terms of the Gatorade, different Gatorade flavors. Of course. <laughs> I don't like to call them different Gatorade flavors. What, how would you refer to them? I just like to call them Gatorade flavors. Okay. 
Do you have do you have appropriate? Am I using the wrong phrase when I call it yellow Gatorade? Yeah, Joel, come on, yellow Gatorade. Yeah, is is there a more sensitive phrase that I could use to refer to my I Gatorade? Think just Gatorade. Just Gatorade. Just Gatorade. It's Gatorade. all just Gatorade. But if I wanted to say there's there's a yellow Gatorade right next to a red Gatorade, and I want to point out which one is which, uh, what would I say? Oh, you because you think one is better. Well, okay. why because would you, you'd why prefer would be one out? color over another color? Why would you be segregating these maybe, Gatorades? Maybe yeah. they each why one... Why don't you just put all the Gatorades in separate camps, Joel? Maybe they each won huh? different prizes for their flavors, and I want to give the appropriate prize to the appropriate Gatorade. Oh, you want to give a prize to one? You want to favor a different Gatorade? Oh, First name, Joel. You sound like one of those weirdos in the marketing department. <laughs> putting labels on everything. They they are the ones who select all the labels. This place reeks of racism. <laughs> no, 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 no. Abs- absolutely. I don't know about that. I guess I, I'd like to know also, I know you're talking about Gatorade. Yes. And, and everything that Gatorade can be on, on the flavor spectrum. And I'm wondering, how, 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 how do you make, how do you decide on which Gatorade will become which when they're making the flavors, when they're developing the flavors. Oh, when they the develop game. the flavors. How do we decide? Yeah. How do we decide which is which? Yeah. Well, you know what? We're going to go to a place where there's only one ultimate color eventually. <laughs> What's, what was that? What would that because be? we don't want differences in color. We just want one ultimate Color. I don't know. I'd argue that, that I like to celebrate the differences in flavor between the different Gatorades. Oh, because they're different? But it, it makes them unique, too, though. What we're going to do is have all of them just be transparent so that you can't tell which color is which. Some, some would argue that oh, that's not a like, better like situation. They'll all look like water. Yeah, exactly. They'll all look like water. All perfectly assimilated into our culture. 100% I'd argue assimilated. That you can assimilate one color by... to rule them all. No color. I think I think accepting the differences between the colors is the best. No, way to I think in them. thirty years you're going to realize that there's going to be no such thing as color, only taste. All of the colors will be mixed together and make clear, and it'll taste terrible. Oh, Joel, <laughs> tastes terrible. Just... Oh, like there's one color that tastes terrible. If you mix all of the different flavors of Gatorade, it's not going to be that good. You sound like one of those gross people in the finance department. They all smell like calculators. What does okay. calculators smell like, Tad? Grossness. That's all right. fair. Uh, well, sweaty fingers. And thanks all that. for coming on the podcast, Tad. Yeah, uh, I mean, and yelling at us about being racist because we prefer different flavors of Gatorade. This hey, has been illuminating. I've got a question for you. Go for it. Are you part Norwegian? Uh, I think a little bit. My father's side. All right, I gotta go. Wait, do you have an issue with me being part of All right, region? bye, guys. Thanks for letting me talk. Bye, Tad. Thanks for having me coming on the show. For you, the listeners of Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another wide world of Weird Sports! Wide World of Weird Sports. What do we got this week? This week's Wide World of Weird Sports, The Magnificent Seven. 
Ooh, that's actually a movie? Uh, no, it's not. Mm, pretty sure it's a movie. I think it's a movie. The Magnificent Seven. Based in the Seven Samurai? Uh, no. The Magnificent Seven is the name given to the 1996 uh, United States Olympics women's gymnastics team that won the first ever gold medal for the United States in the women's uh, team competition yeah. in the 1996 Atlanta Olympics. I remember... I remember one moment from that. That's the moment. Yep. <laughs> uh, the seven members of the team were Shannon Miller, Ooh. Dominique Mosignal, yep. Dominique Dawes, Carrie Strug, yep. Amy Chow, Amanda Borden, and J.C. Phelps. If memory serves, they were all very tiny and teenagers. Joel, come on. Miller, Dawes, and Chow also won individual medals in the 1996 Olympics. The team is perhaps known for Strug sticking the landing on a vault while injured. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. The moment that was glorious and also troubling. Yeah. It's like, oh, should a kid be doing that? Well, let's full get... of morphine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, leading up to it, so I, I'm just going to give the quick amount leading up to it. Yeah. Um, leading up to it, it was them, uh, and uh, they were, like, tied or close with... Probably was, either the Russians or the I Chinese. Was say, I think it was China. It was um, one of them commie countries. Ahead. It was one of them, yeah. So I'm just going to cut straight to the Carrie Strug moment of glory. Ready right. for this? Yep. Uh, Strug vaulted next as the anchor of the team and performed the same vault as Mo Sin Yao, also falling backwards onto the mat. Upon standing up, it became apparent that Strug had suffered an injury to her ankle. So this is like make it or break it time. Right. And she didn't stick it and she hurt herself. Yeah. Yeah. All hope is lost. All hope is lost. And then everybody's like, ah. Oh. Um, as it was unknown to the team that they had already secured the gold medal, Strug was encouraged by her coach, Bella Caroli, uh, to vault again. See, that's troubling to me. Yeah. It's like a 50-year-old man telling a 14-year-old to go vault again on her sprained ankle. Yep. But, uh, Carioli continuously chanted, You can do it, Carrie! Which, uh, later became a mantra in popular culture. I you do- can do it, Carrie! Uh- you can do it, Carrie. I do remember, like, in the sixth grade, like, you know, yeah. playing basketball and stuff and be like, you can do it, Carrie. Yeah. You can do it, then Carrie. They did it in Simpsons where they're like, you can do it, Otto. Otto. You, you can, can do, do it, Otto. Otto. Make this shot. I'll give you free gelato. Domo <laughs> Arigato. Mr. Roboto. They didn't listen. Was that, was that episode after 96? That was in Pin Pals. Uh, yeah. I, well, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe they did it. Maybe that was what this is yeah. referencing instead. Maybe it's the other way around. Um, the secondary agenda, often overlooked by public awareness, is that Strug was in a tight contest with Mo Xin Yao to qualify for the all-around competition. Mm. Yeah. Each country in the 1996 games can only send three gymnasts to the all-around finals, and had Strug not vaulted again, she would have finished fourth behind Miller, Dawes, and Mo Xin Yao, just as she did in the 1992 games behind Miller, Okino, and Zmaskal. Well, fuck that. Yeah. As Mosinia was uh, Carioli's star pupil, it's unclear if this development factored into her coach's desire for her to vault again. Uh, Unclear? Yeah. As as in, we'd like to give him the benefit of the doubt in that he would not injure a child. Yeah. Who knows? For the sake of the Olympics. but. But here's where it gets intense. Strug walked around trying to shake off the injury to her ankle as she headed back to the start of the vaulting runway with Carrioli and her teammates' encouragement. She performed the vault well and nearly stuck the landing. However, she immediately lifted her injured leg and collapsed in pain, needing to be carried off the podium. 
The team was guaranteed the gold medal, and the crowd erupted with cheers. So she stuck it, and then she fell over in pain. So she stuck it to start, right? Uh, the image of Strug's vault immediately became the most enduring moment of the 1996 Olympics, and one of the most celebrated moments in American Olympic history, of which there yeah. were many. Yeah. Yeah. Strug not only qualified for vault finals, but also for the all-around competition. In a twist of irony, the vault that secured her place in the all-around also prohibited her from participating, as she was too injured to compete, <laughs> and Mo Sin Yao took her place. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I guess the moral of the story is this beautiful moment that you're remembering was a totally unnecessary uh, and 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 arguably borderline abusive act. Yeah. Miller uh, took her place in the vault finals and Dawes took her place in the floor finals. Additionally, Dawes qualified for vault finals during this competition, earning the team's highest vault score of 9.762. That's very close to 10. That's good. That's a good score. Um, so Strug was immediately carried away to the hospital tent. However, carried Oli Oli. Where she was shot. Yes, exactly. Put <laughs> She's under. no good now. Yeah. Yep, and then made into glue. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Carrie Oli Oli, adamant that she not miss the medal ceremony, eventually carried her to the podium behind the team. Miller moved her out of the assigned place in line based on height to Strug's left side to lift Strug onto the podium along with Mo Yao, who was on Strug's right. Because of being whisked away from the team and a thick bandage on her leg, Strug didn't have time to put the pants of her warm-up suit on, and thus she was the only one not wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> yep, enduring moment. Speaking of nightmares, I'm on the Olympic podium. Yep. I look down. I'm not wearing pants. A billion people are watching me on the podium, injured, not wearing pants. Ah, uh, how embarrassing. Uh, I mean, so, it's one thing when Gibby walks out there in the World Series because you know he's choosing to do it. He's a paid professional. Yeah, everything about this screams manipulation in a way that, I mean, I, at the time I remember it being a little thrilling. I mean, it was gymnastics. How thrilling is it going to be? But but now it's just sort of like, no. That, why didn't more people point out how not okay this really should have been? Because USA. But they would have won anyway. USA. They would have won anyway. USA. USA. This is exactly the sort of hysteria that ruins sports. And uh, Chris Kattan then played her on Saturday Night Live. And that brings an end to another wide world of weird sports. Oh, she's got the landing and she's wondering into our hearts. Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings the close another sports, sports, sports podcast. But before we go, Phil would like to give you our contact information. All right, you can find us on our sponsor, Sue.co. That's TSU.co slash slash splash. TSU.co TSU slash sports number three podcast. It's the only social media website that pays you to post. If you sign up through our link, we get paid a little bit too. TSU.co slash sports number three podcast. Go there, post. Make a little cash. Uh, you can find us on Patreon. If you're there, you can donate and help us keep this podcast running. It's patreon.com slash sports number three podcast. Give us like a dollar per podcast, less than a cup of coffee, and you can keep this wonderful podcast going so that we can pay for microphones so it doesn't sound bad like it did last week. And the programs you love. And the programs you love. This ain't free. We have to, like, this soundboard is worth more than my car. Uh, also... <laughs> Or you can find us on Twitter. Go to twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. We've had so many new Twitter followers lately. Thank you for that. Uh, twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. And then you can know when all of our podcasts are posted. Thank you. 
Hey, guys. Hey, Joel. Hey, Joel. Uh, I've been asked by our sponsors to read the following statement. Okay. Uh, Earlier in the podcast, I made certain statements about the difference in uh, Gatorades based on their color. Uh, While at the time I felt I was making a joke, I can see now that I was being insensitive to the different colors of Gatorade. I would like to apologize to anyone that my comments may have hurt. Uh, I can see now that humor uh, can be a very painful thing when expressed in an incorrect fashion. Lights off. When does Joel's suspension start? <laughs> Immediately. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.